Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out our slew of cruise news at cruiseradio.net. We also have a Cruise Radio app. You got to get it because it's everything you want and need about Cruise Radio in the palm of your hands. On this show, we'll talk to the Director of Product Development for Carnival Cruise Lines, Greg Poplevko. And I had a chance to talk to Scott Lara as he was coming off of Holland America's MS Mosdam in Lauderdale a couple weeks ago. So we'll get his full review of the MS Mosdam. But first, Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guys here. Hello, Stuart. Hello, Matt and Doug. Hey, man. Norwegian Cruise Lines has a big announcement Tuesday, April 17th. But you have the early details. Spill it, Stuart. Well, some people may think that they're going to do a big reveal for Breakaway where, um, you know, they're going to disclose the uh, toilet paper patterns <laughs> for the new ship. Huh. But uh, what they're actually going to be doing is this is about Getaway, and uh, the announcement's going to be in Miami, and uh, it's about uh, the announcement is going to be that the new uh, ship is going to be based year-round in Miami which uh, is really no surprise. That's the announcement? That, that's the announcement. All the hoopla and hype over that? That uh, the uh, Norwegian getaway is going to be based year-round in Miami when it, uh, when it debuts in 2014. Speaking of Norwegian Cruise Lines, they announced today that kids get excursions for free if they book online by May 13th. Now, it seems like a great deal, but there's some fine print in there, isn't there? There, there is. The, the kids are 12 and under, mm-hmm. sailing at the time. They get free shore excursions based on the fact that they are traveling on the same excursions with their adult parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids 13 to 17 at the time of the sailing get a 50% off discount, but it's not. they can't just go off on their own excursions uh, for free. They have to go with their paying parents. Uh, the other um, restrictions are that uh, helicopter, fixed-wing flight scene tours, Golf, Orlando theme parks, Atlantis, and the Bahamas are excluded. Oh boy! And also, it's first come, first serve too. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, uh, but you know, it's an interesting selling point. Uh, they've already been doing the the balconies uh, and other discounts, and they've been extending, extending. So, the so same promotion that started in January just get renewed, renewed, renewed. Sure. So they kind of you know went dry at the pump mm-hmm. with with new ideas. So they figured, let's try. Hey, uh, let's try some shore excursion promotion for the kids. Royal Caribbean announced that Explorer of the Seas will stay in Cape Liberty for 2013. Does that tell us anything about the Bermuda cruise market? Well, keep in mind it's, it's Bermuda and Caribbean. Okay. So it does both itineraries. So uh, it doesn't say that. I mean, Bermuda, the overall ratings, you know, it's, they tend to have been kind of going down, which is why some of the cruise lines have, um, you know, uh, essentially reduced or eliminated Bermuda from their sailings. But uh, from New York, it really mixes it up so, so they could do five nights Bermuda and then do a nine-night uh, Caribbean. So that, that's really the only options that Royal has. But uh, it's, it's no surprise they're going to keep Explorer there. It's doing well. Carnival had their earnings call a couple weeks ago and a shareholder meeting last week. How are the bookings looking post 
Costa Concordia. Well, it's interesting. They kind of gave us uh, a little bit more uh, insight into uh, what's been going on. And uh, in the six weeks following uh, the uh, accident, um, the Carnival Corp brands, uh, excluding Costa, so it's, you know, Carnival, Holland America, Princess, Canard, they dropped by about 9%, but uh, over the last five weeks, they've increased about 3%. So they're definitely seeing an increase, uh, even Costa itself, uh, which was down about 75 to 80% after the, uh, the accident, um, are still, uh, still you know, go, you know, uh, actually uh, going up. So they're, they're surprised by the, the recent increase. But what's very important for everyone to understand is that these, most of these prices would have been, you know, overall pricing would have been down anyways because of the, crisis, the financial crisis, the economic crisis going on in the Eurozone. Uh, in the within the European countries, so there's a there's a big slowdown, uh, you know, economically uh, as a result of the economic conditions in Europe, specifically in Italy, Greece, and Spain. So the bookings with for the European departures are a little bit more difficult um, from from the European standpoint, which is why the cruise lines are offering some phenomenal offers right now to entice more North Americans to go, uh, and also to offset some of the higher airline expenses. All right, as always, thank you, Stuart. Hey, it is a pleasure. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. Each week, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. If you're cruising to a port city that happens to be the location of a national park, and with nearly 400 national parks in the U.S., there's a good chance you are. I'd say. Be sure to check out the deals you can get during National Parks Week, which is coming up April 21st through the 29th. From Arcadia National Park in Maine to Everglades National Park in Florida, all U.S. national parks will be offering free admission during the week. Plus, many are also planning special programs, lodging discounts, and other offers. For more info, go to nationalparksonline.org and click Offers. Have a question for the experts? Or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. 
We have with us the Director of Product Development for Carnival Cruise Lines, Greg Poplevko. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Greg. Now, before we get to the questions, recap what Funship 2.0 is for us. Funship 2.0 involves a number of new um, experiences, dining venues, and things that we've added to the ships, everything from... uh, uh, outer deck amenities to, like I said, new dining experiences and new entertainment venues as well. Very well. Now, Carnival just rolled out some existing and new Funship 2.0 enhancements aboard Carnival Miracle. The Taste Bar, Punchliner Comedy Club by George Lopez, and the Punchliner Comedy Brunch. I know the Taste Bar is a new casual dining venue. What can guests expect from that? Well, the Taste Bar is something completely new with a unique taste of items that we have from each of these new Funship 2.0 dining venues. So each day, the experience changes a little bit. You'll come on uh, the first day of the cruise, and you may find that we're serving something from our Cucina del Capitano, uh, a little sampler, a little taste of something. It might be uh, Arancini or one of Nona's meatballs with a, a little uh, bowl of minestrone to go along with it. Uh, but something something great, something you would have like at a happy hour experience. It's, it's a lot of fun. So each day, though, it changes a little bit. Um, the next day, you'll find something from one of the other venues. So how did you decide what the menu items were going to be? You know, it really wasn't that difficult because what we wanted to do was represent each of these fun spaces and these new dining places. So we didn't set it in stone, and we didn't say it's just going to be menu items from that venue. Uh, some of the things are going to be chef's creativity. They may be things that they're, you know, working on that they want to sample and see what kind of reaction they get, but they'll all be representative of those places. So if it's something that we're, we're uh, sampling from, say, one of our newer venues, um, like the Red Frog Pub, for example, they may try out some new menu, you know, Caribbean pub style things and, and use those. So they're going to vary from day to day. This next concept is really cool. The Punchliner Comedy Brunch, which is free, by the way. I understand this is going to be held in the main dining room. I want to know, will the comedian perform throughout the whole brunch? Not the whole brunch. What they do is they come to what we do is have one of the headlining acts uh, arrive at the brunch each hour. And at the top of the hour, they come in, and then there's this great little brief performance that they, that they hmm. put on during the brunch. So it doesn't consume the whole brunch. Really, you have a, a wonderful brunch with a great menu. It's really fantastic. And then, and then uh, the comedians come in and, and play part of it. So it's, it's really a lot of fun. So I know the Taste Bar, Comedy Club, and Comedy Brunch haven't even been out a week yet. Has there been any guest feedback? There has. Uh, the feedback for the Taste Bar has been fantastic. Um, they, guests love it. They, uh, they enjoy all the variety. Um, we're doing a beverage special there, so we've seen um, a, a lot of interest in the beverage special at the same time. And those beverage specials go along with the food items. So when we're doing, you know, Italian food, we're also serving Chianti out of a barrel from uh, from the restaurant, from Cucina da Capitano. So we've seen guests looking at, we have a weekly menu there, mm-hmm. and they look at that, and it tells you uh, which venue is going to be featured throughout the cruise. So, you know, on the third day or the fourth day, they'll see something else and they say, oh gosh, I got to come back because I want to try the steakhouse or I want to come back because I want to try Bonsai Sushi or something like that. And the comedy brunch, are people responding to that as well? 
They are um, um, really, really enjoying the food, really enjoying the experience, and it's so different. Um, it's something that our guests have asked for. It's part of the, the research that we did prior to rolling out Funship 2.0 was guests really wanted a brunch. They wanted to get up a little later. The brunches are on sea days, so they want to get up a little later, You know, spend a little more time, and, and have those brunch items <laughs> lasting longer. So that part alone has been very popular and, and people are excited about. And then you add the comedy piece to it. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. So we've had great, great feedback on both of them. I can imagine from the comics perspective, it's pretty challenging to perform in the late morning with not a whole lot of alcohol flying around. Yeah, it is. It's, it is very challenging for them. And you're right. Um, they, they, you know, they were worried, to be honest, at the yeah. beginning. They were a little nervous about the whole thing. The guys came on and said, geez, I don't know. This is pretty tough. I got yeah. to move around the room. And, sure. uh, but I think they're warming up to the idea. And certainly the performance hasn't lacked because the ones that I saw on board, even the first few days, they were spot on. So, Greg, I'm a big sushi fan. I notice on Carnival Miracle, the taste bar is taking the place of the sushi stand. Is sushi still going to be served? It will be served. Um, we, still, we have sushi as well in Lido. Uh, and, and we've always had that. It's just I think that afternoon sushi experience was one that people kind of looked forward to before dinner. It was a, a different location on the ship, you know, going over there and doing that. So now we've just enhanced that experience, but the sushi's still there. Before we let you go, Greg, uh, any more upcoming reveals that you can clue us in on? I don't think anything I can tell you about right now, but uh, I can guarantee <laughs> there will be more. <laughs> Very well, then. Director of Product Development for Carnival Cruise Lines, Greg Poplevko. Thanks for being with us on Cruise Radio. That's my pleasure. Thank you. So it seems like every time we see our next guest, we're always at the same place. Scott Lauer just got back from a 14-night collector's cruise um, on Holland America's MS Mazda, and we're here at Terminal 26 in Port Everglades. Scott, welcome to Cruise Radio, man. Hey, Doug. How you doing? Good, man. So at the 14-night cruise, to me, seems like a long voyage, a lot of sea days. Was it anything like that? Oh, Doug, I tell you, I can never go back to a seven-day cruise again. 14 days at sea, great people, five-star service. Marty and I had a blast. You say 14 days at sea, but how many days were you really at sea? I know you had a lot of ports. It was a very port-intensive itinerary. That's right, Doug. The thing is, the two sea days coming back, when we left Aruba, coming back to uh, Fort Lauderdale, that was the biggest you know, jump right there. But you know, leaving Fort Lauderdale, we went right to Half Moon Cay, had a sea day, St. Thomas, and then basically a sea day, and then boom, 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 we were hitting islands. ABC, Aruba, Bonaire, uh, Curaçao, Barbados. We just had a blast. The Mazdam is one of of Holland America's smaller ships, how would you compare it to, say, the Eurodam? Because you were just on the Eurodam uh, this past fall. That's right. Uh, we were on the Eurodam back in October of 2011, and I always thought, wow, Eurodam, these bigger ships, love them. But the first ship Marty and I were ever on with Holland America Line was the Mazdam, and really it's our second home. It's a smaller ship, around 1,285 guests on board, and it was more intimate, more fun, because it just doesn't seem like the, the crew was so rushed. They knew we were going to be there 14 days, so it was like a slower pace, and you got to meet the crew, you got to meet the senior staff, and of course meeting your fellow passengers who had the time to be on there for 14 days, it was just a totally different experience. What were the major differences between the two? I mean, because the Eurodam's a signature class ship, and the Mazdam's what, a Vista class? Yeah, that's a good question, because on Eurodam, Marty and I really enjoy the Tamarind restaurant. We love that Asian flair, and one of my favorite things is when you walk in there, the ladies bow to you. And I asked Marty to do that, she said she'll never bow. <laughs> but, but it is so funny, because they come in, they bow, they're so nice, and you have like wood, fire, rain, you know, these different uh, types of food you can get. But on the Mazdam, you don't have tamarind, which I really missed. However, on 
all the Holland America Line ships, they have the uh, Pinnacle Grill, which you have got to have that. And the word I can use is experience. It's a smaller venue. On the Mazda, it was only about 60 seats. The Pinnacle Grill manager was incredible. And that venue is great because it's more intimate. The food is incredible. And we also experienced La Cirque. And La Cirque is a famous restaurant up in New York. And they are incorporating a La Cirque atmosphere and menu on the Holland America line ships. And it's a little more expensive, like 39 bucks per person, but it's incredible. Yeah, and it's like $59, I think, if you want to do the wine pairings with the Le Cirque. As far as the accommodations go, uh, as far as the entertainment goes, the dining room sizes, are they comparable with the two ships, or is it totally different? You know, it's pretty comparable. The one thing that I really enjoyed on the Eurodam, the J-Class, and I really shouldn't be telling everybody this because now you're going to jump on that, like J1024, it's on the main deck on the Eurodam, like 200 square feet for that interior cabin. But on the... uh, Mazdam, we were on deck six, upper promenade, cabin 414, and it's about 185 square feet inside. So we had a lot of room, a lot of space, closet space, had a safe, had a blow dryer. So, you know, both ships, you know, pretty well compare. But, I mean, if you were to ask me, Scott, where would you go next week if you go? It'd be back on the Mazdam. When I was on the Zyder Dam a couple of months ago, we kind of kept the ship rocking pretty late. How was the crowd on a 14-night cruise? Do you find it more of a of an older demographic because people have time to actually go and experience Experience the world instead of having to only take, let's say, a week off and go back to work? You know, that's an interesting point because on those 14-day cruises, I think there were like three kids on the ship, Doug. Okay. You know, when you go on those seven-day or the four days, you know, these other cruises, you know, you're going to have kids run up and down in the hall, grabbing the cookies off the Lido deck. You had an older demographic. And it's interesting you asked that because Marty and I really enjoy going to the um, Internet workshops you know, powered by Windows. And... The people in there are 60, 70, 80 years old. And this one lady, for those of us you know listening here, you know about computers, this 86-year-old lady asked the tech expert, Tom, how often do I need to defrag my computer? <laughs> and, and Tom looks at me like, defrag? I mean, you know, Doug, you and I, because, you know, computers, but this 86-year-old lady. And so, you know, these... Uh, you know, more seasoned citizens are up there learning how to get the red out of the eyes, learn how to make movies and so forth. So a great experience. And all the Holland America line ships have that great venue. And it's free. And speaking of technology at sea, like Celebrity has the iLounge and Cunard just announced that their iStudy program is now fleet-wide on their ships. How do you feel about technology at sea? Well, you know, technology at sea has come a long way. However, I know Orlando Chris was saying this recently about the Internet being slower at sea, and that is a huge frustration because of the cost. And Holland America has a little way to go on that, but uh, definitely having Internet really helps. Okay, i got to admit, Scott, because you know I love to eat. On the Zyder Dam, the Queen's Lounge, there was that Culinary Arts Center at sea, the Pinnacle Grill Chef. They were all in there um, making all these fancy dishes. Did they have that on the Mazdam, and did you go to any of them? Yeah, they actually do, Doug, and uh, Marty and I did go to a couple of them. One of my favorites was, was the chef was creating the creme brulee and also like one of the lobster dishes for the Pinnacle Grill. And not only was it educational and it was fun, but they give you these little cards you can take home with you so you can go ahead and make those dishes at home. I'm not a big wine person, but I noticed that Holland America does do a lot of wine tasting seminars and classes. Did you go to any of those? As a matter of fact, we did. My wife, Marty, loves wine. I'm not a big wine guy myself. I'm a rum and coke guy. But we were able to go to two wine tastings, the Navigator wine tasting, which is your basic one. It's like 25 bucks a person. And also the premium wine tasting, which was 39 bucks a person. And uh, Tony, the cellar master on board the Mazda, was just incredible. Very friendly, very approachable. And he was able to share some details about wine that I didn't know about that really helped us make more informed decisions even now when we're home. 
I know you got to catch a plane and get back to Jacksonville, but final thoughts on the Mazda before we hop here. Well, Doug, the thing is, Mazda, great ship. It is an older ship, but as you mentioned recently on Cruise Radio, had a, a very big makeover, refurbishment. They've opened up some of the areas. If you're an adult, you know, and you want fewer kids and you want to have a great experience, five-star service and food, Mazda and specifically Holland America Line are, are definitely a 10 for me. Scott Lehrer, always a pleasure, man. Thank you. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we have a Cruise Radio app. Everything you want and need from Cruise Radio in the palm of your hands. Just go to the iTunes store or your Android market and search Cruise Radio. And if you don't have a smartphone and want to stay caught up on the cruise news, go to cruiseradio.net. Just put your email in right there under Cruise News Updates. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.